It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Thank you for joining us for a Thursday edition, kind of sort of in the throes of summer. Uh, I hope it is not as hot where you are as it is where we are. Not right this second because I'm indoors, but you know what I mean. Um, got school starting all over the country, I guess. Lots of things to look forward to. About um, what a little over a year away from yet another presidential election, but. Terry, my wife, tells me all the time, do not wish your life away. So I'm not going to f- jump any more forward than to welcome Mary Langston and see whether or not she has any questions that she thinks I can answer this week. Hey, Trey, you doing OK today? So far, so good. Well, good. I like Terry's advice. And we do have some great questions this week, as always. So are you ready to get started? I think so. I, I, don't, I can't say that for sure. It's a little bit like pop quizzes. <laughs> well, all of my tests in high school were pop quizzes. I think mine were too. I just wasn't prepared for a variety of reasons. So I had three years worth of pop quizzes. <laughs> but, well, we'll enter another pop quiz today. Well, let's and- see how I do. Yeah, we'll see how we do on this. And um, thank you all for sending us your questions, your thoughts, and for tuning in. We'll start with a question from Michael in Wisconsin. And he's writing, what does the special counsel status mean? Oh, my Lord, I could I could I could be here for quite some time on that. <laughs> this is what I tell people to do when it, when as it relates to special counsel. And Michael used exactly the right phrase. Um, I mean, I'm not going to quarrel with people that say special prosecutor. I'm not going to quarrel with people who say independent prosecutor. I'll probably quarrel a little bit with people who say independent counsel because we used to have that, but we don't have that anymore. So a special counsel is what the regulations refer to this as. And when I say regulation, who gets to decide whether or not we're going to have special counsel? Who gets to pick special counsel? Um, the attorney general or in cases in which the attorney general himself or herself is recused, then the acting attorney general will appoint a special counsel when he or she determines. And here are the three things you got to look for. That criminal investigation of a person or matter is warranted. So not to get like any more in the little minutia than I ordinarily get, but, you know, criminal matter, that's different from being like a foreign intelligence matter. It's certainly different from being an administrative matter. It's certainly different from being a civil matter. Determines that criminal investigation of a person or matter is warranted, number one. Number two, that investigation or prosecution of that person or matter 
by a United States attorney's office or litigating division of DOJ would present a conflict of interest or extraordinary circumstances. So you have to have a criminal matter. You really technically have to have the inability of other U.S. attorney's offices to handle it or extraordinary circumstances, whatever that means. And then, and this is the one that I like, it's kind of a catch-all, that under the circumstances, it would be in the public interest to appoint an outside special counsel to assume responsibility for the matter. So now there's another part of this regulation that says special counsel should come from outside of government. Uh, The one in the Hunter Biden case is not coming from outside of government. He is a United States attorney. But John Durham did not come from outside of government. John Durham was a U.S. attorney or an assistant U.S. attorney, one or the other. Bob Mueller did come from outside government and that he was with a law firm, Wilmer Hale, I think, at the time he was picked. But he'd been the director of the FBI. He'd been a federal prosecutor. He'd been inside government. So none of which, Michael, from the great state of Wisconsin asked about. He asked, what does special counsel status mean? It is an outside independent lawyer who may or may not uh, need to come from outside of government, depending on how one reads this regulation, that is picked by the attorney general or if the attorney general himself or herself has a conflict, then the acting attorney general, remember remember with Jeff Sessions, Jeff Sessions recused himself, which left Rod Rosenstein to then pick special counsel. Eric Holder, I think, I think may have recused himself from something when he was the attorney general. I can't remember, but I think. I would encourage everyone who's interested to just simply Google the regulations for special counsel and read for yourself when it is appropriate and when it is not. And then people can fact check me, which I like. Well, thank you so much for answering that. And thank you, Michael, for your thoughtful question. Our next question is from Kelly in Georgia, and she has three parts to her question. She writes, I would like to know if you listened to any of the UFO whistleblower testimony and whether you thought he was credible. And if you think the DOD or other government entities are really concealing a spaceship and the pilot. Uh, Kelly from the great state of Georgia. The first part of the question is really easy. The answer is no. Um, it kind of reminds me of the time I was actually playing golf with one of my two senators. I'll let you guess, Mary Langston, which one it was. <laughs> and I began a sentence with, have you read? And he stopped me and said, any sentence that begins, have you read? The answer is no. I have not <laughs> read it. So, Kelly from the great state of Georgia, our neighbors to the south. Really, any question that begins, did I listen to or watch a congressional hearing? The answer (laughs) would be no. Um, Although I do follow what happens up there. I just it's kind of hard for me to sit there and watch it all because it just makes me want to call my psychiatrist is actually what it makes me want to do. And I don't even have one. So that that's the weird part of it. It also makes me want to call somebody I don't have. But I do have friends that used to be in positions where uh, they would know what's going on with respect to 
uh, UFOs or uh, they call them something else. Now, I don't think they call them UFOs, but I mean, I think people get the gist as their life in, in other parts of the universe. Um, is it just us? What was that really, really um, popular movie that I never saw? Have you ever heard of something called E.T.? <laughs> yes. Have you really heard of it? I've heard of it, but I also have never seen it. Yeah, I never saw it. I, I'm a, I might be the only person my age that never saw it, uh, which I'm very <laughs> proud of. So I, I did, I, you know, and I would not ask my friends. Let me stop and think. I, one of my one of my colleagues was the head of the CIA and then went to become Secretary of State. And one of my colleagues was a director of national intelligence. And so I, d- I certainly have access to the people that know the answers to these questions. I would never ask and they would never tell me about confidential information. I think what used to happen in the past, which is we kind of laughed at stuff like that. I, I don't know that people are laughing as much anymore. But rather than like rely on my friends in government that would have access to that information, you go talk to super, super smart physicists, theoretical physicists, and their answer will be, why not? What, what makes you think that it would just be us? I mean, of all the, the vastness of the universe, and that's just what we know, what makes you think it would just be us. So, um, did I listen? No. Do I think DOD or other government entities are really concealing a spaceship and the pilot? Um, I, I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I also, um, I mean, there's stuff about President Kennedy's assassination that you're still not able to know about. There's stuff about 9-11 you're still not able to know about, and one might ask why. I mean, President Kennedy was assassinated literally before I was born. So, but you still don't want us to know stuff about it. This would certainly be something. If I were in government, you might want to say, "Hey, look, let's don't let's don't alarm everybody and let them know that that character from ET, the movie that Gowdy never saw, we actually have that character. We actually have him. I think that would kind of scare people. It would scare me." <laughs> and plus, he might be like mad that I didn't go see his movie. He or she, I don't know what gender E.T. was, but he might say, look, you didn't go see my movie. I'm coming after you. I'm going to take all of your cable sports programming. So <laughs> it, it could get it could get very ugly very quickly. I have no idea, Kelly. I just I, I'll say this. What people used to giggle at, they don't they don't laugh at it anymore. Well, thank you so much, Trey, and thank you, Kelly, for your questions. We'll answer more of your questions when we come back. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Our last question is from Tammy in Ohio, and she writes, Will you be watching the upcoming debate, and should I watch it? Tammy from the great state of Ohio. The debate, if I am not mistaken, is on a Wednesday night, right? Mm-hmm. August 23rd. So let's do this real quick in our ha- in our head. Golf starts on Thursday. There are no football games on Wednesday night. Cincinnati Reds have lost like nine out of their last 10 games. Mm. Um, yes. Uh, 
Tammy, I will be watching the debate and not because there's no sports on. I will be watching and I hope that you will watch. But but this is what I really, really hope. I hope that you will be watching it a certain way. Not, I mean, everything that I just listed, and I was kidding, by the way, if, if my bosses at Fox um, are listening, I, I was kidding <laughs> about going through all the sports to see what else was on. Not only will I be watching the debate, I will be in Wisconsin when the debate takes place. So absolutely, I will be there watching. The question is, what are we watching? Are we trying to get entertained um, I mean, that's what most of us have like streaming services for. If we want to be entertained, we can watch Poldark or we can watch Outlander or some other miniseries. Mm. To me, we're picking the leader of the free world in a really, really tumultuous time for our country. So I'd be super interested in how these candidates, what, what what issues these candidates think are most important to the future of our country. I mean, if you think it's fiscal matters, um, what would you do about it? I mean, I, I, I have no interest in nicknames or talking about, I'm not picking on any candidates, but I mean, look, if you read the newspaper, there are comments about how much candidates weigh, there are comments about like table manners, their nicknames, all of that stuff to me is more like professional wrestling. No offense to professional wrestling, but and that may not even be right. I mean, it may be like worse than professional wrestling. It's not really worthy of being the leader of the free world. So I want to know how the candidates interact with one another. Do they answer the question? Martha and Brett. Or, or spending lots and lots and lots of time to try to channel the questions that you would have. So if a candidate dodges what you think is a legitimate question, you should count off for that. If they give some rehearsed answer that sounds like a, like a mannequin um, or some little wind-up doll that my sisters used to get where you just wind it up and it <laughs> says the same daggum thing every time, then you should like be interested in that too. But here's the way I look at it. The world is a really dangerous place, increasingly so. Our country is div- is as divided as it's been in my lifetime. And, and you may have to go back to the 60s or maybe even the Civil War to find another time where it just felt this consistently divided. We're $30 trillion in debt. We have this wide chasm in terms of how people view the role of government. I don't want to talk about people's weight. I don't want to talk about nicknames. I don't want to, you know, talk about whether or not Tim Scott uses a fork to eat pizza or picks it up and uses his hand. I just think there's a lot more important stuff for us to be talking about. So, yeah, I'm going to watch. And I'm going to watch how the candidates comport themselves. Because how they act gives me an idea of how much respect they have for you as the voter. So, Yes, I'll be watching, and Tammy, I hope you are too. And who knows? I don't know. Brett, Brett, and Martha may get so super, super, super desperate they may actually ask me to come on after the debate and say, "Look, Trey, we know you're old, but did you stay awake for the whole thing? And what are your thoughts?" That speaking of a really good question, that would be a good question. Hey, Trey, you're old. Did you stay awake for the whole thing? <laughs> No. And the the answer will be yes. So, yep, I'm watching Tammy, and I hope you do too.
Well, thank you so much, Trey, for answering those questions. And thank you for that good advice for watching the debate. And before we go, one last thing. So your birthday is coming up. Happy early birthday, Trey. What is a birthday you remember the most? Birthday I remember the most? Oh, probably. I don't know. I mean, there's this picture, you know, Radcliffe makes fun of that picture all the time because (laughs) I don't like my dad was a doctor, but we did grow up poor, and I didn't have a shirt on in that picture. <laughs> I was what seven or eight. Mm-hmm. I got uh, I got an electric football set, and you could tell in the picture I was really excited about it. <laughs> I do remember that one vaguely. Um, the one I remember the very, very, very best would have been the birthday I had when I went from. 17 to 18, although I was not home for my technical birthday because I would have been, um, I would have already moved in the dorms in Waco, Mm -hmm. but we would have had a party. I say we would have had like I'm a member of the royal family speaking in the we, they would have had a party for me, um, some of my friends. And I remember my then uh, girlfriend, now wife, being in the pictures from that. Mm. She's every bit as beautiful today as she was then. But that's probably my favorite memory was the birthday party we had right before I went off to Texas for four years. Well, that's really sweet. And thank you for letting me ask that question. And we hope you have a great birthday and a great birthday week. And we're super thankful for you, Trey, and for how you answer all the questions and give us lots of wisdom each week. Am I dying? Why are you being so nice to me? <laughs> no, it's this, just it's your like, birthday. Do you week. know something I don't know? No, hopefully Did not. Did my mom tell you to be super nice to me? <laughs> no, I mean it. Oh. And well, I know the I'm listeners probably to, feel the same way. Well, I'm just, I'm not used to people being nice to me. That's what catches me off guard is it, it no. just it surprises me. You know, my thoughts on birthday, Mary Langston, I, I have do. never really thought that I should be like congratulated or rewarded for simply mm-hmm. surviving another year. But here's what I will say, not to be too morbid about it. You know, I rode the school bus with a kid that did not make it to his 13th birthday. Mm-hmm. And here I am making it a lot longer than lots and lots of other people. So a birthday, if nothing else, is a reminder to be grateful mm-hmm. that you're still around to celebrate your birthday. Mm-hmm. Good word. And on that, we hope you all have a wonderful week and we'll see you next Thursday. We sure will. Thank you. Take care. Listen ad free with a Fox News podcast plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Dominich, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Dominich Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.